Fun and Games podcast. We believe that playing games in student ministry isn't just about having fun. So join us as we talk about playing games, telling stories, and doing ministry. We hope you enjoy. What's up, guys? I'm back. This is episode 11 of season 2. I'm so excited to be with you guys. I'm so excited to be with my next guest. Um, Rachel, introduce yourself. Hello, podcast world. Um, my name is Rachel. I'm from Columbus, Ohio. Ooh. And I love Buckeyes. Ooh. And probably no one on here knows what Buckeyes are. What are Buckeyes? Buckeyes. Okay, so there's two Buckeyes. One Buckeye is the poisonous nut. You can't eat that. Obviously, it's poisonous. But the Buckeyes that I love dearly are peanut butter balls rolled up, and then you freeze them for a little bit, put a toothpick in it, and dip it in melted chocolate. And it's amazing. Yes. Not a Reese's cup. It's a Buckeye. Why is a poisonous nut the symbol of your favorite football team? The Ohio State University. I don't know. They're happy, probably because there's just so much like joy in Brutus the Buckeye, who is the mascot. Uh huh. But if you try to cross him, he's poisonous and he can kill you. Huh. So it's like this kind of like. I don't know how to describe <laughs> it. <laughs> just this like he's a really happy guy, but don't try to cross him. Oh. And that's probably why we're number one in college football right mm, now. Really? I actually think uh, LSU just surpassed us. Yeah. That was a good word. Surpassed. Surpassed. That's a that's a that's twenty a, point word. Yes, thank you. Um, so more than just Rachel from Ohio who likes Buckeyes, uh, what do you do? Who are you? What are you doing right now? School life. What's your goals? Oh gosh. Who are you? Who am I? That's a good question. Mm. So I go to CLC, Columbus Leadership mm-hmm. College. Um, I should be graduating next December if I take summer classes. Just found that out. Super excited. I'm studying uh, applied ministries. I was a part-time youth pastor for a year at my church back home, and that was super awesome. So I don't know if I want to go into youth ministry per se, but I definitely want to preach and travel and tell people my testimony and just point them to Jesus. Oh, that's cool. In ministry. That's cool. You know? Yeah. We've never asked, uh, we never talked about yeah, what you want to do, do with for your my degree. Life. You know, uh, you just said, oh yeah, I wanna, I'm doing a applied ministry. <laughs> and that's pretty much all that you've said about that. <laughs> that's it. But yeah, but that's I love interesting. it. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, so currently, what is your yes. role slash internship oh, at CLC? Yes. So I'm on the serve team with Miss Betty Hardy, the one and only. And it's super awesome because at my church back home, basically, serve team was split into two. It was, like, all the behind the scenes with ushers, getting things together for Sunday mornings. And then that was one person. Her name is Misty Moore. Shout out. And then there's another person, John Keating, and he was all outreach. So Betty is in charge of both of those. So Mm -hmm. it's interesting to see how she can, like, delegate and figure out you know, how much can you rely on volunteers? Mm-hmm. Because as much as you want to rely on a volunteer, they are only just volunteers. Like, they're not getting paid by the church, so they don't technically have to do things. So it's cool to see her leadership and how she gets her volunteers to get behind the mission. And I've learned that a lot through the serve team. Like, if you get people to – it's not just about the work. It's not about how they feel. But if they align with your mission and your purpose statement, mm-hmm. then 
they're going to be behind it the whole time. Yes. And on that, I think that Betty Hardy is the best serve director <sighs> on the entire face of the planet. Mm-hmm. She is the best at what she does. And I'm glad to uh, be here with Helen and serve with her. For real. And John's okay, too. Yeah. But <laughs> He's so Betty, far. Yeah. Betty is the real star of the Hardys. True. <laughs> we love you, Betty. I'm going to send this link to John Hardy and let him <laughs> listen to that. Even um, though John Hardy had a phenomenal message at CLC yes, Chapel this yes. morning. Yes, John Hardy spoke this morning. And speaking of John, um, he just helped us run Fall Retreat. Oh my gosh. So. I did not know that. Double shot. That's what our church does. Just a recap. I know I talked to you guys about that last week. Fall retreat went well. Good. Um, We almost, we played a game very similar to Tube Mania. We we all but convinced. (laughs) We all but convinced the man to let us play Tube Mania. Um, Nobody got hurt real bad. Uh, No students got hurt. Real bad, except for their feelings. Some of them really got their feelings hurt. <laughs> and that's hurt. almost worse than getting physically mm-hmm. hurt. We found um, our high school boys found out that you do not mess with Teen Challenge girls. Really? Because they destroyed them in the field game. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh! Yep, but it went well. Uh, we played. Yeah, that that we we did end up playing a version of kind of steal the bacon to mania. You probably didn't listen to my last episode. What or was... two episodes ago, we talked about Mania with Josh Barnhill. Oh. Uh, but, yeah, it went really well. Service was super awesome. Good. And I played guitar all weekend more than I have in the past year. So, uh... Are your fingers, like... Not really. Destroyed? Not really, because I play bass all the time. Oh, It was just... True. I haven't played electric in a while. Mm. But, yeah, that's, that's a recap on, uh... On Fall Retreat. Yeah. And so as we move on from that, I wanted to talk about... See, I love this. People from out of state and people from different <laughs> denominations, and you're both. If you are an OG listener to the podcast, <laughs> shout out to Brad Sims. I know Ooh. that you listen to this every week, bro. Um, if you're an OG listener, you remember my episode. It was actually about Tube Mania. It's the episode called Tube Mania Full with circle. my man Markwell. Mark he Lowe. was from the Alabama district of the Assemblies of God. So he was still AG, but he was from a different district. Mm. This time we've got someone from two states away, three states away, and you're not even from the same denomination. No. So, kind of um, close, I think. It's, I mean, it's, it's yeah, similar, it's but it's not. It's similar, but so. it's not. I mean, it's a different name. So, you so. know. But, um, how so? Let me phrase this correctly. <laughs> How did you guys do at your church mm. student ministry? Oh my gosh, I love this. Like, what did a service look like? What did from when students okay. got there to when they left look like? So, Real quick fire. Give me a When I first flyover. got hired, it was completely different. Like, mm-hmm. I, not single handedly, like, I had an amazing team with me, but I, when I got hired, I'm like, bro, this is not doing well. We have to switch it. Like, So when I first got hired, we had RISE. That was the name of student ministry, and it was just high school, uh, so 9th through 12th, and we met on Sunday nights. So they mm-hmm. met at 6 o'clock. So about 5.30, 5.45, people started showing up, and they walk in, and the hallway. Our church is also a school, a private Christian school, mm-hmm. so we met in the school side of it. So it was kind of hard because – 
you're trying to get people excited for church and half the kids who go there go to school there so they just feel like they're walking to a school building again so they walk in they had some lights on to try to get like a cool ministry vibe like yeah we're young hip whatever and then they would hang out and play like just basketball shoot hoops in the gym and then we had we went straight into worship and then oh no I kind of forget what Rise was like. Basically, <laughs> it was just because it was so, it was like over a year and a half ago and we changed everything about it. So I think there was like announcements, a game, worship, a message, and then they would break out. No, they didn't have small groups. So they would just do the message and then they would pray and then they would go do sand volleyball. We had a sand volleyball court. Uh-huh. And then in the summers, we had sand volleyball leagues or we would just go to like, Eats and Treats, which is a local ice cream shop. And then basically that was it on Sunday uh-huh. nights. And then Wednesday nights was small group. Uh-huh. But it was not well organized at all. And it was like the same small group. <laughs> I completely groups. understand. Oh! It dry- and mm-hmm. it's hard because do you allow the same small group leader to stay with them since they were like in fifth grade? Or do you just say, hey, you're the fifth grade small group leader. So then once your girls or your boys move on, or do you have boys and girls small groups together? And my theory on that is like, I don't think so because they're not going to get as vulnerable like boys right. at mm-hmm. in 10th grade need to talk about boys at 10th grade. Girls need to talk about their own things. And then like during February we typically talk about like all things about love and dating and sex and that kind of stuff and that's kind of like when we come together and it's like hey, we need to tackle these topics head on, but other than that like everything is separated. Okay. So we did that on Wednesday nights, but there was just no like curriculum for that, so it was just kind of Right. Here, let's Do you know what right now media is? Yes. So we use right now media, so they're just like watching a TV screen. So it's not right. good. And in the, I don't know what the culture is down here, but people would not show up on a Sunday night. They're like, Sunday nights is our Sabbath, or and like we're not coming to church on a Sunday night. Because like they just were at church yes. earlier. They're church out all and you day. No, those church people, their parents are going to leave yep. at like two. So then they've got like they just three hours until they have to be mm-hmm. back. And I it's understand not enough time that. to take a nap. Exactly. And then you're like groggy after you wake up and you're like, I don't want to go back to church in here and be preached out again. Exactly. Quote unquote. See, what we did, me growing up, we. Okay, when I was in high school, we literally swapped it like five times. Really? But we always did like Sunday night and Wednesday night. And when I started there, it was like Sunday night was service, Wednesday night was small group. Yes. But we didn't have enough. We like we just did guys and girls. Mm. And like we were separated in the youth building. Like one oh. of them would meet in the cafe and the others okay. would meet in the sanctuary in our little couch area. Um and that was good. Mhm. I like that. You know, it it was a good way for those kids. Um but we just kept flopping back and forth because mm. like sometimes of the year everybody'd show up on Sunday night and nobody'd yes. show up on Wednesday and some of the times everyone show up on Wednesday and nobody show up on Sunday so you know we moved it back and forth exactly and that was like summertime nobody's gonna show up on Wednesday no it that's exactly what we faced too exactly. and my thing was like I felt like we were giving the students too many opportunities to come to church they have Sunday mornings Sunday nights and Wednesday nights and it's like bro pick one or the other so then uh, I was like okay basically our team decided scratch like big ol' x on Sunday nights we're moving everything to Wednesday nights Mm -hmm. so the way that we redid it is we got like we branded ourselves like you guys have real life here and rise was just like a dying name and for us I'm like why don't we just call it like Naz youth so because we went to the Naz did you spell it 
Y-O-U-T-H. Y-T-H. Mm. <laughs> to be fair, I y- asked... Okay, to be fair, Y-T-H is better than U-T-H. Yes. Oh, <laughs> no, I would never U-T-H. Back in, like, early <laughs> 2000s-ish? No. Back in, like, bef- pre-2010, Yeah. it was... Really? Ooth. Yeah. Naz Ooth. That was the thing. We love the Like, oof. you... Get it? Oh. Okay. But yeah. It's clicking. Mm-hmm. So, m- to kind of segue. Yes. Uh, moving on because you... Oh, yeah. Rachel's going to be in our talk. Christmas production. <gasps> yes! I'm going to be an angel. Don't tell Juan, but I have zero experience in dance. But I'm going to be an angel who dances. Literally, you were talking today about, oh, don't you just want to dance sometimes? <laughs> exactly. Also, <laughs> this is what she does every time... She thinks something is funny. I've been waiting for Just you to start <laughs> laughing the entire time. Because it only took us, what, 10 minutes? Rachel's laugh is famous <laughs> at CLC. I actually, fun fact, um, the technical director at my church back home, he would always text me and ask if I could send him a recording of my laugh just so he could play it. So I went to Build-A-Bear, and I got a voice recording of my laugh. And got his favorite bear, put it in the bear, and then gave it to him as a going away present. Wow. That's and awesome. if you don't know me, it's kind of creepy to think that some random dude has a bear with my laugh on it. So. But, but now that you, you don't know. If you don't know her laugh. Um, now you know. So, segueing from that, let's take a broader sense. Yes. How did your denomination do youth camp? So. Because I've found that the AG is very unique in a lot of aspects of their district stuff. Yeah. So how did you guys do? First of all, our denomination is not split up by Ohio. Like, it's not the Ohio Nazarene. Uh It's, we're like the South Central or Southwest. I don't know. We're something. Of Ohio? Yes. Mm -hmm. So there's like five different districts for Nazarene in Ohio, which I think is silly, but to each their own. I have only been to church camp when I was in third grade. Really? It was not a huge deal. I've, like, that was the only time I've ever been in church camp. And then when I came down here, everyone's like, oh, yeah, what's it called? Camp Timberlake or something like that? Camp Timberlake. And I've never heard. The happiest place on earth. (laughs) I've never heard that. So, like, why do you guys go to Camp Timberlake just for fun? They're like, it's youth camp. Ah! Yes. What? Yes. See, that's why I asked. (laughs) Because. The Georgia District, I don't know about any, I think it's the Assemblies of God in general. It must be. They put such a big emphasis on the community of Mm. the churches, as in like the community of the district, where it's like, you know, you meet friends at camp that are like lifelong friends. I've heard that from a lot of my Pentecostal friends. You meet friends friends at district, there's like lifelong friends. Like your roommate, Lily, I met her, I met her at camp. In 2014. Really? And we've been friends since then. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I, the only thing I remember from church camp in third grade is that I won because I ate baby food out of a jar the fastest. Yep. That was it. <laughs> I'm sure other and profound, that's, amazing that's things That's crazy that that happens, but, like, I have some, like, really good friends of mine that I just met at camp. See, I love that. And... That's just surprising to me to learn that other denominations like I grew Don't up put an I grew up in a Methodist church. My brother is They had Methodist two church. two districts in Georgia. It was the north and the south. Mm. And like I went to their camp once, but like they just... never pushed it. Um 
you know, they weren't really yeah. connected with each other. It's just like individual church basis. Yeah. And so, like, I feel like that's a good thing to have them. In my opinion, it's a a really good thing to have your students doing that kind of thing because they get connected with people. Yes. And say, like, you I graduate high school or you go off and work somewhere and you move away from home. And you're like in the same state, from... and you're like, "Hey, I know this guy, and I know he's from this town." That's cool. I've so I'm gonna go to church with aspect. him. Like you know, bringing this, especially students, because they're gonna be yes. You know, later on in life, they're gonna be like moving off and doing their own exactly. thing. Like in that transition, they make friends, like childhood friends, who they can then like forever. Like yeah, be friends with forever. Like you know. Me now, I know I can move to anywhere in Atlanta. I can move to anywhere in Atlanta or like the middle of Georgia and know and people. know people because and that of in connections too. because of camp, like job wise. Yeah, so it's just a good thing all around. Yeah, and so if there's one message we can leave you guys <laughs> with today, it is no matter your denomination, get together with other yes. churches. Absolutely. Um, Go to camp, go to these things. It's Fellowship. Not, you know, not only will they meet other students and other friends and have a community that is based, like a church Christian-based community, but they can have an experience at camp that they might not have back at your home church. That's true. And so, final thoughts. What's your favorite game? <gasps> Youth ministry game. Favorite game? Okay, I have two. Can I have okay, two? Okay, yes. Okay, so one of them, I don't know if it was just me who thought it was amazing, but we had this, like, Wheel of Fortune type deal, mm-hmm. and we would spin it, and it would land on a song, and the game was, is this a love song, or is it a God song? And then they would, like, read the lyrics for one of them, and you had to guess, am I singing to my boyfriend, or am I singing to Jesus? Because a lot of church songs, you're like, a sloppy wet kiss? Hmm, is that about Jesus or is that about my boyfriend? And Ooh. I thought it was so funny. I was cackling in the background. It was the best. <laughs> like, what the we, heck? Okay, now we have to play that. <laughs> we have so to play amazing. that now. Because you're like, I never realized some of these songs that I'm pouring my heart out to Jesus could... Are just love songs. Literally, just they love songs. literally be love songs. And then another game that I love so much is Glow Dodgeball. We would have a Glow Dodgeball tournament. Glow Dodgeball. I think we've talked about oh, that before. It's so much fun. Just the element of, like, it being dark and the only thing you can see is the balls running yes. around. Yes. Just makes it more fun. And we would have, like, 500 people come. We would have to use, like, all three wow. gyms in our church. I mean, it got crazy. And, of course, you had those, like, the high school boys. Super athletic like, oh, high school boys. Yes. They pound you in the face and you mm-hmm. get, like, concussions afterwards. So. Oh, yeah. That happened a couple times at, camp oh. at Bar Tree. But, yeah. So, uh, well, Rachel, thanks for being on my this podcast. This awesome. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, and you probably might hear from Rachel again. I don't know. But, yes. you know, as long as we're in the same town, you might be on it again. Hello. So, uh, thank you guys for tuning in, and I'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you like this podcast or have any questions, feel free to give us a follow on Instagram at funandgames.pod. We'll see you next week.